Look, man, at some point, just give him a shot with your mechanic. This cuz. I don't even know. Are you going to? Okay. Audio clear. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Welcome back, man. So, uh, for the first time in a month, we got all three amigos back on set. I'm sorry. What's your name again, man? Hey, look, man. Hey, I'm Rodney. What's your name? I'm Jamal, man. Nice to meet you, bro. Hey, nice to meet you, man. Hey, where's Vince, though? I don't know where he is. Hey, look, man. Um, See... What happened is... You look, a drill sergeant there, sir. I know, man. I, actually, I feel like I'm back in the military, man. But, hey, for those of you guys that... tubby, tubby. <laughs> those of you guys that uh, listen, they clowning me because um, I, I shaved my beard this weekend uh, for No Shade November, and uh, I, I look 12 years old. So, um, <laughs> g- give, me about, give me about three months because I'm going to cut it again next month. Uh, no, I'm going to cut it at the end of December, and then I'm going to let January 1st be my official start date to... So I'm growing, growing my beard back. Because, mm, like, mm. when people see my beard, they be like, how long have you been growing it? And I got, like, do the math and shit. But if I start in January, I just be like, January, you know? So it's like, it's easy. It's about the max I'm going right now. <laughs> oh, man. man. But look, man, we got a lot to celebrate today. We got a we lot sure to celebrate. So Woo-woo. first thing I want to get into is yes. Rodney. Congratulations on the wedding anniversary. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Up, man. Stuff. for me, y'all. Hey, <laughs> tell up, us a little man. bit about your uh, Vegas trip, man. Uh, Vegas was dope. Uh, we had fun. Okay. Uh, drank a lot. Okay. I uh, went to a concert, saw OT Genesis for free. Okay. Uh, not my favorite rapper, but it was a cool show. I'm not complaining. It's free. I don't know who the hell that is. Because <clears throat> you're old. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we had a good time. We gambled, made some money, bet against the Panthers, won. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Don't say that on camera no more, man. Hey, hey if, you, if you win money, though, you hey, right. Man, I, can't I saw that you. train wreck happening, brother. I saw that train wreck happening. But uh, we had a good time, man. I'm definitely going back to Vegas to drink, party, have fun. Any, Please go to the strip. Any any uh, interesting stories? Nah. No interesting, but it was just, just a fun time. Just a fun, just a fun time. time. Husband and wife join each other. That's All right, up, good deal, good deal. Now. Seven long years. Let's, 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 let's kind of get these congratulations over into the sports side. Okay. So we were watching the Panthers game earlier today, right? And I got a notification across my phone. <laughs> and I couldn't even read the entire thing, but I knew what it said. It said, Florida State head coach Willie Taggart effective immediately has been fired as head coach for the Florida State Seminoles. My question is, how can Florida State afford that? They're kind of poor. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. I got no. a question no, for no, Jamal. No, no. I got a question for Jamal, but I'm going to let Jamal give his feedback on how he feel about this most recent news first. So I was actually at the Panthers game, and I was uh, I was scrolling through Facebook, and somebody you know said, hey, Willie Tag is gone. I said, no, no, this can't be Stop happening. playing. Like, stop playing. Like, no, no, no. And 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 I, and I looked at the same notification and like this loud screech just kind of like <laughs> and people were like what is wrong with this dude like what the hell like because we didn't score when I did that nothing good happened on the field so everybody yeah like, yeah and I was gonna mention that like you're at a whole I, NFL I, I'm game, at an NFL game and you're on your phone yeah. you're on your phone okay and and and, and, and the person next to me I was like Willie's gone and everybody's like what the hell is wrong Willie with this dude <laughs> what, are you okay and I was like hey 84 State fans nobody's like no, no. Man, but you, you're in around. North Carolina so there's yeah, that yeah so you know no Clinton fans in Charlotte so I had to you know, well just now like last two years but um <laughs> so I was just I just had to like kind of contain my excitement man and, and get back to watching the Panthers game and man this is a great Sunday man alright so who's on y'all short list is, hey, or who are you looking at who are you entertaining 
Who would you like to see come in? I, listen to the BS coming. Irvin. Irvin. Why? Look, man, he 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 took over the state of Florida one time. Why not do it again, man? Every time he leaves, like something happens to the school. Sometimes I mean, maybe he's learned from his, his past mistakes. I yeah, mean, he's, he's probably third no, time's the charm. No, right? he learned how to leave a lot sooner before those <laughs> allegations come down. Because as soon as he left Ohio State, the allegations came. Down. He's a changed man. Oh, okay. He's oh, a changed okay. man. So you so, so, bad to work. So, so, so you, you remember the University of Florida <laughs> yeah, uh, meme? Yeah. The, the the preacher, uh-huh. the, the, the murderer, murderer, and the racist. And, yeah, 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 yeah. He recruited all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn character. He's a yeah. changed man. Changed. I, I, I I choose to see the good in everybody, man. Oh, yeah. I see the okay. good in Urban Meyer, man. He saw the Urban, best in me. Urban, Urban Meyer, the FSU. So, so he might get y'all a title, but it'll be five years of probation that comes after that, huh? He'll be, he's trending on Twitter right now. They're not going to be Clemson. So it's I mean, we'll do If we get Urban Meyer, we will. All right. Well, look. Let's, let's keep look, this. Can I, let me say something. Okay. I was all I, I was Willie Taggart, much success uh-huh. somewhere else. It wasn't a good okay, idea. Okay, now to begin what with. was it? Now, now what was it that made his? Because like I'm not a Florida State fan, I don't keep up with him. So what was it that made him so bad at the choice? Um, <laughs> when you have the talent Florida State has, and then that talent doesn't fit with this system that he bought. And then on top of that, they just did too many games where they just don't look prepared to play. That's just a bad formula all the way around, man. And that's is to keep it simple, that's pretty much what it was. So what you just explained is has been happening in the University of Michigan for about the last what five years now? Mm-hmm. Five, six years. Five, six years. So what is it about Michigan's situation that that particular head coach has been able to stay up there and do whatever? But Florida State say did we did he even make it two seasons? Did, did Taggart even make it two seasons? How, how long was he there? Can, can, let me say something. Let me also say this. <laughs> got no comment. I, mean, I have a comment. I'm just gonna save it till okay. we get off camera. Um, <laughs> Let me say this, man. And I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely asking. You're poking and prying. There's no underlying. There's no underlying. You are. You are. And I'm not even going to answer that directly, <laughs> yeah, honestly. You ain't about to give no clip like I'm not, this, man. I, but one, one thing I want to say, we'll wrap this up because we know we got people who don't want to hear this. Um, I will say this. The administration of Florida State is not off the hook because they, they're they culpable in, in this. Because, number one, the they hired him too quickly. But I think they just got him because they're like, oh, he changed around a couple of programs. Let's get the guy. Um. If you're going to give somebody some time to, to change the program, you got to give them enough time. True. However, however, just from the way it looked the last two seasons, there it wasn't showing any visible improvement at all. So okay. there you have it. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. I'll so- just, but to kind of answer your question, somebody's <laughs> last name is Harbaugh and somebody's last name is Taggart. That's one answer I'll give you. I'll say the other one faster. Moving on. Shifting Moving gears. On. Two hour. Um, Shifting gears. Carolina Panthers um, back-to-back winning seasons. Um, they just finished. They just finished their last game. They won 30 to 20. And um, the F-150s are revving. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, heard, I heard some revving. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're loud again. They're, they're loud again. And uh, let me throw out a few stats because okay. it's, it's what I do. So the biggest thing that jumped out at me DJ Moore got his first 100 yard receiving game. Let's season. clap it up for DJ yeah. Moore. <laughs> so about, DJ, about good stuff. Steve Smith's um, words got to. <laughs> so <laughs> it's possible. Cal Allen had a bounce back game. He threw another interception, but I mean they happened. They happened. Happen. So uh, he went 17 to 32 for 232 and threw for two touchdowns. And then uh, Christian McCaffrey 24 carries 
for 146 yards, two touchdowns, another receiving touchdown. And the defense, in my opinion, there's really no one person to highlight. Well, maybe two, but we'll get into the defense later. But I think the defense had a pretty good day yeah. to day and whatnot. Spotty to me. A little spotty. spotty. Well, they, let's go with Ben up right. They played yeah, yeah. a lot of Ben up right defense yeah, today. Yeah. But uh, Jamal, I'm going to let you go first since you was at the game today. Give me your thoughts on the game. Um, classic Panthers win, and I don't really mean that in the in the best way. Oh, I know what you, I know what you, <clears> you mean. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like conservative coaching cost us – I ain't going to say cost us, but I, I believe the the, the, the uh, margins for victory would, could have been wider yeah. if it wasn't for some conservative coaching. Yeah. Um, especially third and fourth quarter, man. It, it was a lot of cover two, a lot of cover mm-hmm. three. I didn't hardly recognize any blitzes. I, I can't even recall one time when we did send a blitz. You get what I'm saying? I, I we could, did. We, we did. Not we not, got, not not very not much. Very but not much. Not yeah, not much. much. Not very much. I, I just I just don't understand that. I don't understand that much fear for Ryan Tannehill. If, if, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? He's a decent quarterback, but I'm not going to be afraid to send people. And um, I think Dante Jackson had a Dante Jackson game. Yeah. I'll put it like that. He 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 got he got torched a couple of times, but he also made some plays out there, man. And to kind of wrap, I mean, not wrap it up, but to kind of summarize all this, Tennessee is a bad team. They're a bad team, and they shot themselves in the foot a couple of times. But we did what we had to do. It was a I, it was a very pedestrian win, I would yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. What you got, Rodney? Uh, kudos to Norvinum for uh, changing up a little bit. Uh, you know, it's a copycat league, so Tennessee obviously probably looked at what San Francisco did and, and, and North knew it was coming. And uh, shout out to Kyle Allen, too, man. He he stepped up today. He impressed me. He thoroughly impressed me today. And CMC, just the MVP of the year, man. That's uh, a bad dude, man. That's a bad dude. Shaq Thompson, 11 tackles, a sack. Play inspired, man. R.I.P. to his mother. Yeah, I don't know man. if y'all, y'all said that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. And then, and then they were playing for their teammate, too, Mario. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Mario. Uh, our condolences go out to you and your family on the loss of your brother. Uh, they had his jersey out there today, man. Yeah, that was that. special today. They, they they played a little inspired today. You know, and, and I love it whenever we talk about Shaq Thompson. Because every time Shaq Thompson has a good day, I just feel the need to highlight the fact <laughs> how the fan base was so upset when we let Tommy Davis go. Right. You look like little Thomas Davis out there he, today. But no, he looks like Shaq Thompson. Thompson. This is what he could have been doing the last four years had he had a legitimate chance to play. Right. And and it's just dope. It's it's dope watching him finally get his shine out there mm-hmm. and finally earn his money and all that good stuff. Um, and, one one concern okay. I have about our defense, man. This run defense is still pretty not that bad, good. Man. It's not pretty good. It's still kind of bad. Some man. of that three four, man. You're right, man. And it's like that three four is kind of a. It's kind. Of, it can either be really good or really bad. Now, you know and here, I mean? and here's the crazy part. You're talking about the run defense. Shaq Thompson led the team today with 11 tackles, right? Mm-hmm. But Eric Reed tied him with. 11 tackles Which today. is not good. Which is Which not, not good. good at all. You don't want, your, you don't want your safety leading your team with tackles. Now, yeah. And I didn't, pay, I didn't pay attention too much today, mm-hmm. but I think Luke Heakley only had like six, six tackles mm-hmm. today. So um, I know he had a few missed assignments on, the, on a few uh, sweep rights and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's indicative of anything going forward, but I, I did notice it's, that he it's, had It's going to be exploited. It's going to be exploited in the next few weeks. So yeah. how much of this is a problem with the defense 
versus adjusting to the new defensive scheme? Let's just hope it's adjusting. I, I don't think there's a real answer for that, man, because on one hand, we're in what, week nine? nine? nine. And we're still adjusting? Yeah. It's a little bit of a concern, man. We but are what we are. Would you say that, man? But when you look at the on paper, I know on paper doesn't really do much on the field. But on paper, we should be better against the run, man. Yeah. And and that that's where I'm just I I, I kind of don't want to jump the gun and say we are what we are just yet because those those guys are, are good enough to figure it out at some point. But it's week nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian Brian is a little little light in the ass too, man. Yeah, yeah. And so he he gets pushed off his spot a lot. He he gives you that speed rush, but he he's not big enough yet. Right. And so that that factors into it a little bit too, and and, and Bruce Irvin as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, <clears throat> I want to take a few minutes to give a shout out to the offensive line. Oh yeah. Um, I saw some pockets today. And I saw some blocking today that I have not seen in it's years. It's been a while, right? From a Carolina Panthers offensive right. line. Right. That 52-yard touchdown that Christian McCaffrey Beautiful. held. Beautiful. And, and you were at the game, so you probably didn't see it. But when you go check out the replay on your app tonight, and I can't think of all of them, but there, there were we had two linemen that actually pulled right. around one of the guards. Right. And you saw a wall full of black. Black, yeah. And, and McCaffrey just didn't get touched. And – Two of the linemen that were both pulling, they were going after the same defender. Right. One of them got there first, and without saying nothing, the other old lineman just went to the next level, hit the linebacker, and Christian McCaffrey is gone. gone. Like beautiful stuff, man. When is like I have never seen this before. And man, we we got a whole bunch of young prospects, man. Dennis Daly is he's legit. He's, he's a legit yeah. kid. Now he got man. owned last week, but that's he expected because Bosa is really good. Bosa is different. Now with all of these young promising prospects that we have right now. We haven't had this in the past. And because of that, our franchise quarterback has been hurt Mm. and is out right now. So moving on into that, Mr. Cam Newton found himself in Green Bay this weekend talking to a uh, foot specialist because his foot apparently isn't healing right now. And reports say that um, there's no surgery that will be scheduled, but there's no timetable set for his return, but he's expected to miss another two to three games. So give me a guy's thought on Cam Newton possibly. First, first of all, it ain't going to be no two or three games. It's season. It should be. You get what I'm saying? If they're not going to do the surgery – there's no need whatsoever for Cam Newton to play another game this season. And, and the saying? average recovery time for what I was what I was told is twelve months. So if he does the surgery now, it's like you're missing half of next, next season. Right, well. So right, it's just right, like right. damn if you do, damn if so you don't. So if he's missing if, if if they do have surgery and he's gonna end up missing summer next season, if you're in Carolina management, are you now shifting focus to Allie being your long term quarterback no, and possibly? No, absolutely not. I, I I if I'm if I'm Panthers brass I don't I'm not looking at Kyle Allen as a long term solution I I look at Kyle Allen as a stopgap yeah. I like what I have as far as him just him being that I'm not looking at Kyle Allen as a future man but he's a he's a trade asset down the road for a team that needs a backup quarterback spot starter in the future and then you 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 have to spend a first round pick on a quarterback okay if, oh go keep going keep going if if hey if, but but we have Will Greer man <laughs> dude. 
<laughs> we, don't believe, we don't believe in Will Green. <laughs> let's not let's not do that. Will. Well, there's a one in the position at which he was taken, but there's not an ST. There's like two zeros. There, so. Uh, <laughs> so I got another. Let me let me shift focus real quick. So um, you guys said Allen wouldn't be a long term solution, right? No. So I'm gonna be a little bit more blunt in my question now. Do you start entertaining shopping Cam Newton? It depends on it, it, it depends on your draft positioning at the end of this year. If you're in a position to get a top ten pick and somebody like a two or tongue of a lower falls or the quarterback from LSU, I, you have to kind of take them. And I think Cam can at least get you a second round pick. Second round picks uh, can be starters in this oh, league. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. So, so, so you you got to do it. I, I, I hate to say it, but yeah. you got to look out for your franchise. Yeah, no, you, you're not you're not doing your franchise uh, 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 service by by not doing it. You get what I'm saying? And plus, we're talking about a, a big contract that yeah. he probably command, which probably is not going to be worth it. You get what I'm saying? I, I I can't justify giving Cam Newton another four year deal for twenty million dollars. I, I couldn't do that. And then like he's he's only making twenty million dollars next year. That's affordable. Right. Like you you got you got the the, the uh, Dallas quarterback, the, the little bust looking for thirty one million dollars a year. Like right. Cam is on a is on a steal of a deal. So you at least have him under contract for one more year. Right. Right. And then you can extend them. It'll be like an extended trial for somebody like a Denver or Chicago. So and, and, a, a a former NFL MVP will essentially be on the one year tryout. Is what you're saying? Amen. He has to be. He has to be. The, the thing is, this 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 injury is so complicated, yeah. man. It's is is you know it's just not well defined as far as how how he's going to heal and how he's going to recover. That's the wrench in all of this, man. If it was an injury, was like, all right, we know he'll be good next year. That changes things a little bit. You get what I'm saying? And but, then we also don't know where his mental is. Like, injuries can take a toll on your mental. We, we just saw Andrew Luck walk away from the game. Agreed. Cam has made his money. Cam has advertising dollars. Cam has like five, six, eight kids now. He, won't, he might want to be home and, and play daddy for a little bit. I, I, I slightly disagree with that only because I think Cam is a competitor. And I, there's something to, yeah. I, I kind of believe is, Cam wants to play football. This is but, his first time in his career. Um, having to deal with missing significant time. So I don't think he's anywhere close to where Andrew Luck was when Andrew Luck See, but he should have missed significant time if if we were managed properly. Yeah, we will talk about that today. That's another show. Yeah, we'll, another we'll, show, man. We'll, we'll wait until we get some more concrete news. That goes into the back-to-back back winning season. Right. I'm going to use that to segue <laughs> into something else, okay? So <laughs> this is something that came up with over the week, all right? When we're talking about the Hornets, we're talking about the Panthers. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a question every week, okay? Okay. So, I'm going to say something. I'm going to make a statement and in regards to the Carolina Panthers, and I just want you guys to go, okay? okay. In regards to expectations from college <clears throat> to pro and what he has done since coming to the pros, would you say that Christian McCaffrey is everything that we expected Reggie Bush to be? Yes. No. Only because we expected Reggie Bush to be the next coming to God. Like, I I only say that because Reggie Bush was put on a pedestal I've never seen before. Which, at the time, I can't really fault anybody for doing that. Mm-hmm. Because I saw Reggie Bush in college, <laughs> and that dude was... I've never seen anything like that. You get what I'm saying? 
So just slightly no, only because of what people, how people were elevating Reggie Bush. That's the only reason I say that. I say yes. I expect Reggie Bush to to lead the league in in, in rushing yards and <laughs> be a, a thousand thousand guy and everything like that. And Christian is on pace to do that. Yeah. Christian to me is the MVP of the league. Like I expected all this from Reggie Bush. I mean, but even in college, Reggie shared the load with Lindell. Yep. And, and and Christian was the all-purpose everything, yep. like he is in the NFL now. I just saw Reggie Bush do things. I didn't see Christian. And man, I, look, college, I see Christian man. do some things too, man. Now, not like Reggie Bush. Seen, I saw <laughs> Reggie Bush do things in college that I didn't see CMC do, but I've seen CMC do things in the NFL. In the field, and I ain't never did. So, because when I when I think of Christian McCaffrey, I actually think of that front flip into the end zone that he did three weeks ago. Yeah. When I think of Reggie Bush, I think of him getting tattooed two yards behind the line of scrimmage when he made his first NFL catch in the league. That is my forever <laughs> image of Reggie Bush. Like, welcome to the NFL, Ricky. So It's important to note that Reggie Bush played with, I don't know how many oh, All-Americans on all that Americans. team. You get what I'm saying? And McCaffrey didn't have nearly the kind of talent he had. His- <laughs> did, did, did McCaffrey play with Luck a little bit? A year, so. maybe? I don't know. Um, I think he did a year. I think a year. No, 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 no. no. The years don't add up. The years don't add up because Luck came in uh, one year after Cam. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so the numbers wouldn't add up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But um, hey, y'all, we're gonna take a break real quick, and then we'll be right back. All right. All right, and we're back, y'all. So we're gonna get into our uh, next section, talking about the uh, ten pick. With our lovable, not so often losing Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> not yet. So, the Hornets are coming off uh, a week where they actually just wrapped up their four-game West Coast trip. And uh, they went 2-2, two and two, beating the Kings, beating the uh, Stephen Curry-less Warriors while losing to the Lakers and losing to the Clippers. So, we got an overall record of 3-3 three and three right now after six games. And uh, we got four more games coming up this week. But, guys, just give me your thoughts on uh, the past week. Let's go first. Um, lucky. Lucky. Come on, man. Lucky. Lucky. lucky, lucky. I'm, I'm saying lucky, you man. You can't be Look. You can't be predicted to be the worst team in the NBA and then be called listen, lucky. Listen, 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 listen. That dude don't want to give us no credit, man. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm a realist. So... We played the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh-huh. Expected losses. Okay. We hung in tight, tough with them through three quarters. Uh-huh. Proud of them. Fell apart for a quarter. Young, inexperienced team. Right. Sacramento came in on a five-game losing streak. It's the beginning of a new season with a new coach. We caught them at the right time to me. I'm sorry. We don't have new players right now. No, we, we, we don't have the same coach. Really? We have the same coach. Continuity. Now, I don't know. I don't know how much validity this carries, but... That ESPN predictor app is pretty doggone spot on more often than not because we used it last year. And this week, ESPN predictor app had the Sacramento Kings with a 79% chance of, it was probably more than that, of beating the Hornets. So, they probably should have beat us, but they, they're a train wreck. They, 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 they're trying to get it together. It's the beginning of the year. If you remember the, uh, the, the, the uh, tanking 76ers, they started out like four and two. I'm a, I'm, and, and, let, they, and they finished for 17 wins. 17, 18 wins. Let me throw a wrench in your argument about, uh, about, about the Kings in particular. Let's 
not act like we went down double digits at some point in that game. So you got to give us a little bit of credit as a young, inexperienced team ourselves for at least getting it together and coming back and winning the game on a West Coast road trip, on an away game, on a game where you played your third game in about four days. So come on, man. Give us a look. Next. Okay, so uh, we played Golden State next. What you do when you're wrong? We should have blown them out. No, not necessarily. No, 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 not necessarily. They had a G League roster. Our defense looked terrible for three and a half quarters. You're, you're correct. And you're right. that, that that that's that's not sustainable but we, winning but we basketball. We knew the defense was going to be a problem this and season. And the offense anyway. was bad too, man. Like so, the offense was bad. Like 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 we were lucky to come out that game with a win. Like it's 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 it's, it's actually cool to celebrate. But I'm just more I'm more excited about the actual development of the kids. I don't give a crap about a win or not. I, we're not making the playoffs. We're not winning more than 25 games. Sorry, Vince. But I, I, I just want to see the kids get better. So, uh, first of all, Vince, I don't know why you how you keep getting this stuff right. You, <laughs> you do somehow. I just want to mention that. Negro right? Domus. So, and so, for those of you that didn't listen to last week's episode, I predicted that the Hornets would be 3-3 three and three after the West Coast road trip. I thought you were smoking. <laughs> now, I, I, you know, the, the one that I loosely predicted, and I will say loosely, is the Kings win. I said, yeah, hey, we might get yeah. that one. I, and I wasn't too confident about that. But kind of to go over the week, uh, same thing, Lakers and Clippers, you, we, we kind of knew what to expect. I'll give us – like that much credit for holding LeBron under forty. Um, you know, Clippers, they're the Clippers, man. They they they're a deep team. You know, they they did what they were supposed to against, against us. Me and Rodney feel very differently about the Kings win. We really do. <laughs> I, I'm, we do. We do. I'm I'm more impressed with that win than Rodney is because because okay. the thing is, this team in the past with Kimba Walker would have lost that game. I think we would we lose that no, game no, last year. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with Kimba. No. Last year, if this four game road trip happens last year, we come back with zero and four. We we don't win a we game. We come back zero and four. We don't win a game. Stop. We come back. 0 we don't win a game, man. We we we've seen it. We've seen it. it. It's, look, it, it ain't. I'm not talking about Kimba Walker himself. Yeah. I am. I'm talking about the makeup of the team as a whole, and I'm and I'm. It's more so has to do with the old guard versus the new guard, and I ain't really talking about I, Kim I, I want y'all to keep the same energy let's, let's when finish. it's 10 game Let me finish, <laughs> Rodney. Let me finish, okay. sir. Now for the Golden State win, I I felt like you in the beginning as I was watching. It, I'm like, man, we can't beat Golden State's G League team, and we should be blowing them out, blah blah. And then I thought about it, and I was like, well, damn, it's like. This is the last leg of a of a of a road trip. Now, to go back to last season, what always happened during the last game of road trips? Tell us. We take L's. You, we, no, no, no. We don't just take L's. <laughs> it was 30, 40 point losses at those at the at, 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 at when those games happened. So now Golden State came in severely handicapped, severely severe, depleted, se- yep. all depleted. And 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 you look at that on paper and say, man, we, we should kill them. Huh, not really. ESPN predicted app had them winning with like a sixty five percent chance too. I don't care about ESPN. <laughs> look, look, Bobby Marks is with ESPN said we're gonna. Now Jamal said something. Jamal said that last year it would have been different. Let me tell you something I noticed from last year, years past, and Talk this to year. Me. Talk to me. Last year, no matter how the game would have went, we would have had Kemba Walker, Jeremy Lamb, Nick Batum, Marvin Williams, and Cody Zeller in the game, no matter how it went. Right. The Warriors game, 
um, um, Cody Zeller went to the bench for Cody Martin. And Cody Martin, Cody Martin, two months ago wasn't even looking like he was going to make the team. Right. And Cody Martin, and, and he made two defensive plays. And, and Borrego looked like a damn genius. He looked like right. a genius. He does look that right. doesn't happen the last two. I'm a, look, not to sound repetitive, but it is worth noting since you made that point. It is very telling when James Borrego this summer said. I'm going to play guys who I think need to play regardless of contract, regardless of tenure on this team, regardless of all that stuff. And we're seeing it. And I'm, th- I'm I think that's a bigger change than we're we're giving it credit for because True. you get what I'm saying. So I, I give JB the credit. Yeah, 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 look, he's following now, through. Now look, man, to Rodney's point a bit. I'm not going to be getting overly excited because yeah, we're always six games be, in. because we know how these Decembers yeah, and Januarys yeah, 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 go. Yeah. It we, good. All of us it know how good. these Decembers and Januarys go. There might be that ten game loser streak in there somewhere. We know how it yeah. goes, man. So let me, because so Rodney earlier you mentioned something about development with these first six games. Which player are you guys most impressed with right now? Devontae Graham. Okay. Um. I was concerned about his three-point percentage last year. He's come out blazing, leading the league with six – no, not, not the league, but the Hornets with 6.8 assists a game and averaging 14 a game off the bench. A true six-man, and basically he can become a valuable asset on the trade market if you don't want to keep him or if if, if we need to get rid of uh, – what's the boy name? Terry Rozier. Okay. Uh, also, man, PJ. PJ, man. I, I, I didn't expect this much this soon. 15 a game? On 55% from the floor, the kid is smart. Oh, you, 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 you guys remember I told you he's going he's gonna to be he's gonna be the key to us winning or not. Um, imagine if we actually ran plays for him. Yeah. Real, and real quick, Jamal, before you answer, I know you were mentioning about uh, Demonte Grass points. Right now, we currently have six Hornets players averaging in double figures right now. So I just want to throw that out before you gave me an answer, Jamal. Um, Demonte Graham, same, same man. Um. Keep going. I keep going back to that adage of G League matters, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's helped him out more than anybody. Um, I didn't expect this from him. I, I he's what he was leading the league in three point percentage, yeah. maybe up until last night because he struggled a little bit, yeah. which is fine. Um, I more than anything, if, if if we're not even talking about like stats. His confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that he there's a reason he's out there in the fourth quarter. You get what I'm saying? JB, trust him. That's really big that your coach trusts a second year guy, you know, in these key moments in, in, in close games, man. I think that's very telling, man. So Okay, so check it out. The following week that we got coming up, <clears throat> we got the Pacers. We got Kimmel Walker coming back into town on Thursday with the Celtics. We got the Pelicans, and then we got the 76ers wrapping up on Sunday. What's our record? One and three. One and three. I'll go one and three. One and three. Okay. Vince going out on the limb. Vince is going to say two and two. I'm a, I'm, I'm going to say something that I may regret next week. I'm going to go out on the limb here, and oh, I'm going to say we beat the Celtics. What? Yeah. You, I don't see that. Listen, happen. I may look like a fool next week, but I, I, this hunch. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Dear Hornets fans, the answer is no. You cannot wear a Kimball Walker Boston Celtics, Celtics jersey on you, Thursday. You, you are a straight clown. You if, you do. If, you, <laughs> right. if you are a Hornets fan, 
you only can wear a Hornets jersey. Okay, so just want to throw that out there. All right. I I got into a big Facebook argument with a chick. Oh, why are you arguing with Facebook, a chick man. who said I can't wait to Kemba Walker comes back so I can wear my Celtics jersey? I I'll just keep it. Be, at that. We'll be sure to cloud it we'll, too. Okay? Yeah. So. All right. So look, I want to move on to uh, Coach JB. So. Um, you guys know I've been pretty critical of JB over the summer because what he wanted to do last year, mm-hmm. he went away from it in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of had that same philosophy this year, but he's actually following through with what mm-hmm. he said he was going to do. So give me you guys' his initial thoughts on JB after the first couple weeks of the season. Let me say something to what you just said first. And, and I usually don't think this way, but I got a hunch. I, I, I kind of believe – Hornets brass last year was like, hey man, it's a lot of dudes making a lot of money. They need to be playing. And we need to make the playoffs. And we need to make the playoffs. And I kind of believe when they saw that it didn't work, someone said, maybe we should trust JB a little more. Mm-hmm. And down the stretch, we see what happened last year down the stretch. We, you know, we see what's yeah. going on with the with the young guys this year. So possible. So using that logic though, what do you think would have happened? during the All-Star break last year that gave JB the ability to start playing the young guys a lot more? Uh, just seeing what, seeing that whatever that we were doing wasn't working. Just wasn't working. Yeah, it just wasn't working. Kept falling like, behind further and further. Right, and I think desperation. It was like, all right, man, we really want to make the playoffs and it's not working. We, I guess we're at a point we got to try something else. Yeah. All right, what you got, Rodney? Thoughts on JB? Um... I apologize for calling him Spanish Sam Vincent. <laughs> That's uh, completely disrespectful. Yeah, Sam man. Vincent? Man, I, I was, Sam Vincent. I, I, I remember that. I, 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 I said that. I oh, said my that. God. I could say that because I'm part Spanish, though. But, no, no, uh, I'm talking about <laughs> Sam Vincent. Sam Vincent is a way worse insult than any hey, man, racial I'm stuff. I'm sorry, man, but... Uh, my goodness, right? He's really impressed me with, with his adjustments okay. and, and him trusting... I think yeah. I just got a blood clot thinking about Sam Vincent, man. <laughs> and, and, and him actually trusting the young players <laughs> and actually seeing the young players actually develop under him and get better, making better choices. Uh, Bacon came out a little slow yeah. this year, but last night he, he lit it up. He had 25 points. Yeah, 26. 26. 26. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rozier. He's gotten better. He's got he's gotten better through the year. And uh you, you remember all the talk. He never shot over forty. Well he's at forty three percent now. Yeah. Well what let's let's wait until we're a little bit further in this season. Before, Imagine had to point that out before for we start saying names and calling people out and we'll we'll do that later, okay? And, and then and then even you look at Malik Monk. Uh huh. He's not averaging the points. Are you but, ready to, are you ready to apologize to Malik Monk yet, Rodney? Um uh, not yet. I I, I, I Look, <laughs> I, I criticize people that need to be criticized. We all do. I, I'm impartial. Yeah, I, 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 I criticize everybody that need to be criticized. And I ain't going to say here and act like I wasn't on your train and, either. And, so. and, and, and then, like, even before the season started, I said, I hope Malik Monk's ready. Yeah. And put the work in. We all root for him. And, and, and I ain't saying nothing bad against the kid right. all year. Right. Even though he was sucking the first three games. But I, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed of how unselfish he's become. Yep. And he's learning to pick his spots a little better. And I. I honestly don't. I, I'm saying this out of my mouth. Honestly, they. I honestly think that breakthrough is coming through pretty soon. You know what's and, funny about Malik? I didn't mean to cut you off, but you know what? I, you know what I'm noticing about Malik Monk. Believe it or not, 
He's like actually engaged defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I was yeah. Just like, who is this dude? <laughs> like, like I, I feel like whatever light bulb went off or, or or somebody talked to him or something. Like, he just looks so much more engaged now. Man. He's that hard headed kid that that finally gets it on his last chance after getting his ass whooped <laughs> all these years. <laughs> right. I told you not. To, uh, he I, put I, his I hand it, on the stove. Yeah, 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 yeah he yeah, put yeah. his hand on the stove and he's like, oh, that really burns. <laughs> it's time to play defense. Good stuff, man. So we'll 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 see what happened with, uh, going forward. But look. All right, so I'm going to ask you guys my Hornets question, okay? All right, so Mr. Cody Zeller, who I'm going to call Mr. Renaissance, man. Screen up. No, no, he's lost that. He's lost because we're actually running plays for Cody Zeller now. He's he's having a Never thought I'd say that. My freak. (laughs) We're running plays for Cody Zeller. But look, we... The Hornets are playing six games, uh-huh. and Cody is playing in five of them. Right. He's had four double-doubles while averaging uh, 14 and 12 overall. And uh, we're paying him $14 million this year. Which is actually cheap. Which is pretty Mar- doggone cheap. Mar- considering, Mar- market rate is cheap. Considering his production right now. Right. So if Cody Zeller continues to play at this level, is Cody Zeller playing his way into a contract extension or a new contract with the Hornets? Uh, go ahead, man. You remember I told you, I commented this on Facebook. He's 27. He's just hitting his prime. If he can stay healthy, the dude is worth almost 17, 18 million a year. But we're in tank mode. So it depends what on. What are we in tank mode? Mitch Kupchak doesn't want to call it tanking. Charlotte is a fickle place. You have to choose your words wisely. Yeah, no doubt. So we agree on that one. So. Transitioning is rebuild in Spanish, right. basically. So he said that a couple times. All right. And so uh, I think Cody and, and Marvin are nice trade pieces at this point. I, I, I honestly think that you can get a first-round pick for both of them if you want to go that route and, and tank it really bad. Mm-hmm. But it depends on how the young players are responding and playing. If, if they keep this up, I see them extending Marvin and, and extending Cody out this year. I disagree with you on extending Marvin. I, I think he's gone. I, no. I I think Marvin – we all can agree Nick and MKG are gone. We all can agree there. I are think, they on the team? <laughs> barely. You know that's on the ass, right? You know, you know, that, you know that mean to say barely? That's me, barely. Yeah. <laughs> so, we all can agree Nick – MKG Biz also as well. We we and and I and I say Marvin. I agree. I think all of them are going. Cody Zeller is the wild card. I never thought I would say this, but he's the one guy. If they choose to extend Cody Zeller, nobody with sense, in my opinion, can be mad at that. You get what I'm saying? Our fan base doesn't have sense. I, I well, that's another story <laughs> for another day, man. And I, I'm so glad you asked this question because with Cody Zeller. He may not be your long-term starter solution going down the road, but he's actually a guy I can see retiring as a dog on Hornet. Yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, like he's he's just that, he's a Nick Collison. Yeah, he's he's that he's that that glue. And even if we have him have him as a backup, might be even better. You yeah, get what I'm yeah. saying? So I I, I just that's now, a tricky one. Man. I'm actually glad you mentioned the whole backup part because. With as great as Cody has played this year, we are still porous inside the paint yeah. on defensive. Which speaking. is why I mentioned him as a backup, backup because yeah. I think all of us, I think one thing the Hornets fan base can agree on, we all want that 
that rim, that strong rim protector, that mean guy in the middle who protects the rim, which Bismack was supposed to be, but he got paid and forgot how to do it. So we all still want that still guy. We him. all still craving that guy. But that doesn't I, that still doesn't mean we don't want Cody Zell on the team. You get what I'm saying? So put him along with that guy and all right, let's see what happens. Good. So look, I got one more Hornets related question. This was gonna be a little sketch, okay? So. Ever since the season has started, we we've we've had a lot of changes with, with within the Hornets organization. Yeah, um, they've switched over to Chick Fil A, which will they'll start serving their food next season. Bojangles overrated. They they left Papa John's and they went to Domino's Pizza. Bad move. Upgrade. Bad move. Domino's <laughs> sucks. You must be Papa crazy. John's is trash. Too. Man, Domino's sucks. Ticket prices have rem- have have lowered, but but they are still more expensive than what we feel like they should be given the state of the team right now. Um, we got the Hornets reps calling us, trying to sell us every packages, week, every week. using other teams in their marketing. This, that, and the third. Disrespected. Um. Accessibility to Mike. What are they um, gonna do? We can't we to, go to state anymore. We had a friend. <laughs> we we had a friend that was at the game, and he was in the suite, in the exact same suite with Mike. Tried to take a photo of Michael yeah, Jordan. Uh, no, it was through his work. It was through his job. And basically, Michael Jordan had a staffer stand in between him and the guy, so the guy couldn't take photos of him. And then add that to the fact that depending on who your TV provider is, sometimes we can't even watch Hornets home basketball games because the contract expired. So with all of these hurdles that we have to go through uh, to watch the Hornets play, like, should we even be supporting them? Well, I'm going to support them because... They're my team, but it, it, as far as your question they're goes, they're only your team because you live in Charlotte. Well, that's probably true. It, but yeah, I, I, be honest with you, man. The Hornets dropped the ball. They, they should be Carolina's team. They should have support in South Carolina, North Carolina, some of Virginia. But, and but then, no, and when I, no, no. And when I say support, I mean the way that we go out of our way to go to the games, to watch the games. Well, to, let, let, let me answer this. As far as the the TV stuff goes, inexplicable. I I mean, absolutely. Absolutely inexplicable, man. They they thoroughly dropped, dropped the, the ball. ball on that, man. I, Especially with like Raleigh and Greenville and Greensboro. It's it's, it's not that that's too big, man. I I, I I can't even really find words, and I, and I I'd, I'd like to know their reasoning for it. I I'll play devil's advocate just a little bit, just a little bit, because it has to be asked. I just wonder, you know, that. Did their interest in in expanding these markets have to do with low viewership? That's mm. that's the only thing I could think of because outside of that, man, it's inexcusable. Now, as far as the dude taking pictures of Michael Jordan, oh man, act like a grown up, dude. I I'm sorry, man. I I love Michael like the next guy, but I'm not. I as a grown man, I'm not gonna sit and act like a groupie. And and and, and, and uh, I wasn't there. I don't know how I giddy he was. Of Michael and I I wouldn't do it. It's just not me. But moments before he tried to get a photo of Mike, he actually took a photo with Mitch Kupchak. So he took a photo. Vince. With, I'm Vince. just, I, uh, look, Mitch, man. Kupchak. Mitch Kupchak, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just, for the last 35 years. Is it years. really that bad, though, if someone snap a photo? With, I mean, yeah. it's a, I mean, you've been, if, you've, if you have photos snapped of you 
and people poking and prodding your li- in your life for thirty five years. Thank you. You get Rodney. tired of it, man. Yeah, thank to be you. Be honest with you. And, man, and I've had this discussion about him before, man. And I, I'm, I can't imagine what it's like to constantly have eyes on you all the time. Yeah, and understand. When, when you can't just sit at a basketball game and just enjoy the basketball game. And people man, lying so. on you saying you own, you own prisons and stuff. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you don't care about black kids and, and all that other you know, stuff. And, and so, so push through all of these tough times in hope of. I mean, but the, the, the TV stuff and the marketing stuff is—I don't defend that at all, man. I, they, they, you know, not to be too long with about it, but I see like good changes basketball-wise. I think we're trending up because of the direction. At least we might—we're not gonna win more games right now, but I like that part of it. But I see of of trend down with the marketing stuff because mm-hmm. when we were. In, in Kimba mediocre land, the marketing was A1, yeah. in my opinion. That part was fine. Now it's just like, what the hell are y'all doing, man? It's corny. It's, it's, it's corny from it's, top to bottom, man. I mean, business-wise, as far as sponsors, they're winning. On the court, it's, it's just been coming short for the past what, five years. Yeah, right, right, right. But I, I'm, I'm liking the direction that, that Mitch is taking the team. Even though he's not a sociable person <laughs> at, all. at all, at all, no. at all, he's, he he does it his he does it his way. He doesn't have to explain his it to interviews you. are terrible most of the oh time. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't get me started, but but I, I'm I'm to the point where I trust him. Okay, I Same. trust his play Same. evaluation. Same. Okay. Same. All right, we'll leave it on that. So um, we're gonna we're gonna take another break, and then we'll be right back for our coach segment. All right. Word. All right, y'all, we're back. We're going to wrap this up with our culture segment. And um, the culture is actually going to tie into uh, sports. So it's going to be more so the sports culture. But uh, for anyone that's been keeping up with it earlier this week, the NCAA took a vote and uh, reportedly they voted unanimously to approve athletes uh, to start making money off of their likeness. About time. About long, freaking time. Long About overdue, time. man. It's, so, it's, it's going to be some stipulations. Of so, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they, I believe all the uh, conferences and all the uh, colleges, they have until I think 2021 21, yeah. to uh, make the uh, necessary changes to the current rules and all that good stuff. But uh, give me guys initial thoughts and all that. Uh, About damn time in yeah. Jamal's words. Yeah. But uh, it's it's going to be some consequences to it. It's, it's, it's going to be stipulations yeah, and everything like that. Yep. Uh, it's not going to be the financial windfall people think it is. Right. It's just it's just select athletes are going to be able to make money off their names. Uh, this should have been done 20, 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm honestly tired of kids getting exploited, but bring NCAA football back for for Xbox. <laughs> that was my first thought. So when is NCAA football coming back? NCAA twenty twenty one. Let's now, go. Let's when, talk you about, say, when you say when you say that, let's talk about the important stuff. <laughs> when you say that only select athletes will be able to like truly pro- what do you what like expound on that? Listen, I mean, man. Listen, man. The 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 star lacrosse player for Davidson College is probably not raking in the money when it comes to marketing stuff. You now, know what I'm saying? Here's I mean, the, like what I mean with that is. They're five-star recruits every year. Schools, uh, the, the, the boosters and everybody are going to give them ad dollars and stuff like that. You're going to get burned enough times where this five-star athlete doesn't work out. Yeah. So you're going to be more, 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 more actually judicious with your money and who you're going to give it to. So it's going to balance itself out eventually. But people like the Zion and the, and the RJ Barrett are always going to make the money. 
Right. So you're looking at it more so from these players getting like sponsorships. Shit, yeah, right. Now, are they able to get sponsorships? Are they because that's more like a? I'm I'm, I'm 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 thinking like you do a commercial for Bob's Barbecue. Yeah, 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 in yeah, Durham right. or something right, like right, that. Right, something like that. And see, um, interesting story. A few years ago. Jay Billis was on TV talking, and you know he's very, very pat. He's mm-hmm. been very passionate about this uh, subject, and they were doing like this kind of this live thing where he was on the NCAA's website. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is back when Tim Tebow was God at Florida, right? So they're they're yeah. On. Who was his coach at the time? Keep going, keep going. <laughs> the future Nothing Florida State coach. Um, <laughs> so they're on the NCAA's website, right? So you have these jerseys, and of course they don't have names on them. They say number five, number one, whatever. Whatever Tim Tebow's uh, number was, I forget what it was. Um, He goes to the search bar, and he types in the name Tim Tebow, and that number whatever jersey comes up. If that's not blatant exploitation, I don't know what is. Hey, hey, Tim Tebow doesn't mind being exploited. (laughs) They shouldn't get paid according to him. Wow, you know better. Interesting. So no, he said that. that. No, 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 yeah, interesting. So with 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 that kind of stuff, kind of alluding to what Rodney just said, I think those type of athletes are going to benefit more so than, like I said, the college volleyball player at Davidson does. So. That changes hey man, stuff. If I was a college student, I'd buy the volleyball girl some food. And you, <laughs> and you know, I think I think your 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 four up. and your five star football and basketball athletes, I think they're gonna benefit from this immensely for the, for what you guys just said. But those lower tier or lesser known athletes, I think they will still be able to benefit. I mean, like, like a basketball have, camp or football camp, they can get paid off. They of that. they would just they would just have to work harder. Right, right. And right. and I keep going back to uh, D Strong, mm-hmm. who was the uh, the uh, UCF kicker, who actually had to quit playing football because he had monetized his YouTube channel. Right. So, so right. who the heck is watching UCF football? Right. Who the heck is paying attention to the place kicker? Right. Nobody. Right. And if a kicker was able to monetize his YouTube channel, we I don't I don't watch volleyball. You don't watch lacrosse. I do watch volleyball. You don't watch tennis. For the wrong reasons. <laughs> but yeah, there is a market. There is a market <laughs> out there for it. So there there are people out there who watch tennis. So. And, and, and look, there are gonna be there gonna be some uh athletes out there selling their autographs, which wasn't allowed in the beginning, yeah. but totally be allowed now. So I mean it'll it'll I, I agree with you, man. And to be honest with you, I don't think each and every single athlete will be out there looking to make money. I don't, not everyone. I, not I, everyone. I think that this just gives the kids the ability to do so, and I think the response from the kids will actually be less than what capitalist country to make that money. Oh uh, well, you know. One one thing we haven't talked about, and Rodney alluded to this too. There's going to be some sticky legislation because there's somebody out there who says, "Hey, if you're going to make money, oh, we need to geez. we we need to tax it as income." He's an idiot. It's just, he's ooh, a moronic. Like no, like I I, I think that's giving him too much credit. <laughs> it's very interesting how he's a dummy. It, it, <laughs> I find it very interesting how politicians can go after athletes and who want to tax their income, but yet you have CEOs worth $115 billion who barely get taxed. You know what? And they, I, get, and they get corporate welfare. I'll, 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 just, I'll, keep, I'll I, just leave it I at saw that. Something, I saw something on Facebook earlier this week. There's a new trend starting, and it's called OK Boomer. And basically what this, <laughs> basically what it is, like... I'm interested already. <laughs> Anytime, anytime yeah. a boomer <laughs> denigrates the younger generation for something, 
um, we they they don't even respond with some sort of explanation. Logic. They just say okay. okay well, boomer. So basically, like our what. I don't even know what this dude Burr. What what is his position? He's a senator. senator. He's a senator. Yeah. So with Senator Burr saying that these scholarships should be taxed, it's so idiotic of a uh, argument. You just you just okay, boomer. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, just, boomer. Not, like that's what no better than that's that. where I'm at Especially with it. Like, and, and that's like, but see, that's what I expect from the boomer generation. Gotcha. Right. That's what I expect. So, and, and basically the okay boomer market or movement is basically saying like we're tired of all these boomers um, um, profiting off of themselves and holding everybody else back because um, <clears throat> because they're so oppressive and all this stuff. Yeah. So it's basically like get the hell out of my face. Yeah. And when I so when I saw that tweet from him, that's that's the response that came from me. We just okay, okay boomer. boomer. Yeah. Just okay, boomer. There you go. So I, I'm you, I'm, you guys I, are gonna see that on my social media. I line. may adopt that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but look, let's so move into our shout outs real quick. All right. So Rodney, uh, you was you was out last week, so we're gonna let you go first. Um. I have a shout a shot at. So uh my shot is at CMS. Okay. Uh, what now? So they're the eighteenth largest school district in the country with hundred forty seven thousand students. And can't keep a superintendent. And cannot keep a superintendent <laughs> to save their life. Uh Clayton Wilcox was recently fired for uh Ernest Winston. Uh this makes the uh fifth superintendent in a, in a decade. Five in ten years. Uh, they wouldn't expound on the reason why he was fired. They was like, "Well, we, for for purposes, we can't say anything." But some some news has come out. But basically, has recently came out and said he said racist, ra- racist and insensitive comments about females. <sighs> the superintendent before uh, Heath 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 something, he was fired because he was a, he was a tyrant. What is their vetting process? Right. Yeah, I was right. thinking that. What is their vetting right. process? Why is CMS falling behind? Is CMS too big? Right. Do we need to split it up? I and, think so. And and, and 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 honestly, why why are we resegregating? When me and Jamal were in CMS, it was it was racially balanced. Now it's just like okay, the black pockets right here, the white pockets right here. Hey, you black kids, Harden, uh, West Charlotte, West Mac. You stay over there. You stay, stay over there. there. Stay yeah. on the west side. Right. And so it's just like, where is Charlotte going? We need to elect uh, better school board officials. A couple of elections are coming up. Look at uh, parents. Look at the issues. Would you send your kid to CMS with, with, with this unstable environment? Ask yourself that and think about that. And please go vote. Please. It's important. Get some people with like minds to you in office. That's all I got to say. What you got, Jamal? Um... First and foremost, my my sincerest condolences to Mario Addison. I know Rodney said something earlier, earlier, but that was actually my my shout out. Um, it's another another young person taking another young person's life, and and it's just a really bad trend of young black men going being at war with each other, man, and everywhere, everywhere. And it's it we you know we we're a Charlotte podcast. We talk about it in terms of our city a lot, man, but. It's everywhere, man, and it's it's always it's never not disappointing. Every time I see it, it's disappointing every single. And time. the crazy thing is, we at this time we probably know at least two or three murder victims yeah. within the past ten years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I found out that I actually know one murder suspect. We both know a murder suspect. We just <laughs> we'll, leave that alone. We'll save that for another day. Um, 
as far as any other shout outs, man, uh, I just want to shout out Rodney again for saying how ridiculous it was that eight ball MJG <laughs> could even compare to mob deep. Um, other than that, man, you know, shout out to Charlotte, man. And right. shout out to the Jetta team for another dope event. Hey, man, you want to go to sleep, put it on my DB, though. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, got me twisted, oh, man. huh? Oh, man. <laughs> my, um, this is blasphemous, My man. My shout out is actually going to be pretty positive today, and uh, I'm going to keep it related to sports. I just want to shout out the players of the Miami Dolphins football team. Hey! For actually trying for, for no, seriously, for <laughs> not going out there and intentionally trying to tank, right? For intentionally losing, because it is blatantly obvious terrible, that man. that the organization is yeah. is trying to tank. Because um, they played Pittsburgh, Ronnie. We yep. talked about this earlier. They played Pittsburgh um on Monday Night Football, and they jumped out to a fourteen zero lead. Yeah. And I got a homegirl who's a Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> fan, and she texts me like um the the monkey emojis with the closed eyes and, us. And, and every time she texts me I'm like cause like she's a West Virginia fan and she's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan so every time she texts me it's like some sports related stuff and she does like wait the Steelers losing so I turn on the school I turn on the TV and I see that the uh, Dolphins are up 14-0 and they're playing awesome 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 football and I think it was it was late in the second quarter going into halftime and it was like 4th and 23 <laughs> Well, the the Steelers the Steelers had the ball fourth and twenty three, yeah. and the Miami Dolphins went oh, cover zero, man. all out all blitz. Out blitz. Oh, you, <laughs> they went cover zero, all out blitz. They they, they can't even lie. About Who that does that? And, and the Steelers actually scored on that play. Man, I was looking at that same game and, and there's one thing that came to mind. I said, man, Mason Rudolph is not that They're good. good. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he's not good, period. I, there ain't no way, man. <laughs> this is way more blatant than the 76 six. Oh my God. But they um, also, they ended up winning today. They actually beat the New York Jets to get their first win in the season. They they legitimately I don't think you happy. have I think if you even try to lose you can <laughs> beat the Jets. I don't know, man, but, but from what from the few clips that I saw, it looks like the players are actually trying to win. So I always, I, I always respect and appreciate that. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the Miami Dolphins players and uh, a big middle finger to the actual organization. And uh, that's my shout out. Yeah. So um, hey, appreciate you guys for listening. Appreciate you guys for watching. Splash dash. Rodney's back on the podcast. Uh. Mob deep his ass. MJ okay. and Ballin. He ballin' MJ <laughs> Chief. Okay. And on that Forget note, we'll see you guys next week, y'all. All right. Urban Meyer, the Florida State. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>